Welcome to Late Night Football. Welcome to our match reaction show. The first of many, hopefully, today. Uh, it's finished Tottenham 1. Wolverhampton Wanderers nil. Uh, three points for Spurs, but a very, very unconvincing performance. I, 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 I it, it wasn't a great vintage Spurs performance, but then that's Wolves. That's, that's you know, I think that says a lot more about Wolves than it says about Spurs. They're notoriously tough customers. They, they don't get beat easily. And whatever you can get, you can get three points against Wolves, no matter how it comes, it's always a good result. And I think that is the most important thing, is the fact that they got the result that they wanted, Spurs, that is. And um, they I, I, they won't panic about this performance. I think they'll just have to take it as, uh, well, this was, this was a challenging game. It was against a, 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 an opponent that's very hard to break down. And, uh, you know, Spurs showed a lot of resilience, and that's what it is. Um, I thought Wills were the better team in the first half. Uh, and I think part of that, re- a big part of that reason was that the midfield three, which was Nunes, Moutinho, and Neves, I think just controlled that game. And the, what and what happened with Spurs was because they played 3-4-3, three, three, uh, they'll often lose midfield battles. They will lose midfield battles. Um, and uh, the only thing that can that, that helps them in 3-4-3 is when you've got those two midfielders in kind of stand their ground, which is Hobieg and Benton Kerr. Um, the thing was that they were getting overrun every single time. They were just getting overrun because of, uh, of the numerical superiority that Bulls had. Uh, Adam Dina had a fantastic game in that first half. He controlled the tempo. He was the one who was making those passes, bringing them around. Um, but the problem for Wolves has always been goal scoring. I mean, that's just always been a big issue for Wolves is how do they score goals? Um, how do they find players who can score goals? I think that was, again, uh, here the issue as well. There's so many rushed passes, uh, so many, um, uh, you know, they were making runs, but they were not being able to finish them off. It's bad decision-making at the last moment. Um, and, and again, the first half, they were not playing with the proper striker. Keep in mind, they didn't have Jimenez on the game until the second half. I think that affected uh, them as well. And so, even though they got into good positions, they were not really able to make the most out of it. And so, Spurs kind of got away with that in the first half. Um, I, I, not getting Kulisevsky in the game as much was an issue. Not getting Perisic in the game as much was an issue. And, um, you know, Kenan Son looked kind of isolated. But in that second half, everything changed. And the reason it changed is because then Kulisevsky kind of became the third auxiliary midfielder. And so, again, they had it almost became like a 3 5 2. So, they had that numeric, uh, you know, now they had that numerical parity. And uh, because, you know, Spurs obviously have the better players, they can, you know, they kind of can, went after Wolves and Wolves kind of got into pressure. Um, Blas made the change. He brought on Jimenez. He brought on uh, uh, Donker. But what that was, Mignon and uh, Jimenez was good because they gave them that focal point up front. The problem with bringing Donker on was that Medina was controlling the game and he went off. So suddenly you've now got a very different kind of player. I don't think because Donker is more of a hard man. He's not really the kind of, you know, finger or passes and all that. His, his passing is not on the level of Medina. And so it just basically meant that Wolves were going to fall deeper. And um, with that, uh, the issue was that um, they just they just couldn't cope. And the Spurs kept building up the pressure, kept building up the pressure, and they finally got the goal. Uh, it was one well, goal actually. And the, the corner was not very good. Someone was very bad on corners, by the way. It was bad on corners throughout the game. And uh, suddenly the ball, but but Paris is did really well because it's a nice little flick on it. Kane free header for him. It's very good movement. Really bad defending from. From uh, Wolves because they shouldn't be allowing Perisic to get that header and they shouldn't be allowing Kane to have a free header. But with a free header in the box, what's Kane going to do? He's going to score every single time. He's going to score. Uh, what a wonderful player. 250th goal as well for Spurs. A fantastic milestone. Amazing player, of course. And uh, that's it. And then I think uh, Spurs just, uh, you know, uh, they should have another goal as well. Kane actually got a header on the bar. Um, and uh, so they should have scored that. I can't remember too many chances of Wolves squared. There was a good run from Heaviness in the second half, which could have been maybe converted. But uh, he couldn't make the most of it. So, I mean, it was an okay game uh, from, from Wolves. But we, there wasn't that attacking threat. I don't think you ever felt... There were times when, Wolves, when Spurs were under pressure. 
but you never really felt convinced that Wolves were going to get a goal. And that, that's something that will worry Bruno Lage. Um, from Spurs' point, um, they need to change that formation. I think it needs to be a 3 5 2. I think it needs to be a 3 5 2 because a three, I, I know why he doesn't want to do it because you know you got you don't want to get doubled up on, on the sides, which is what is happening a lot in the second half as well. That Royal and, and Kulisewski were doubling up on the, on the fullback, so you had that advantage. With a 3 5 2, you don't get that. But the issue is they'll always lose those midfield battles against teams like this. Against teams that they need to break down. You could play a 3-4-3 against, you know, a Chelsea, a Liverpool, a City. You can play that because you want to have, you know, you want to have those sort of bit. But in games like this, you need more, more creativity in midfield. And, um, you know, they just didn't have that today until they, they, they made Kulisevsky as an auxiliary central midfielder. So I don't think a 3-5-2 is probably the way to go in games like this to get that creativity. Because as good as Zobiak is in the dirty stuff, I don't think he is, um, and I don't use dirty as bad, but I'm thinking that, you know, sort of hard man who, I don't think he's got that creativity on the same level um, that, that, that you need to break teams down. So, therefore, you need that third midfielder. So, that was my thing. But, I mean, you know, what do I know? I'm not a manager. <laughs> it's Conte. Um, I, I was very impressed with Nathan Collins, by the way, as well. I just got to mention this. Nathan Collins, for me, was, was fantastic. I, you know, he's everywhere. It's a few things that stood out for me. And I like watching him. And I'm, I'm hoping to see more of him this season. I, I don't think they're going to miss Connor Cody much. If uh, Collins keeps playing the way he's playing, so I enjoy watching him. I, I thought um, I know they gave the man the match to Hobie, and I think he he probably deserved it. Um, but for me, Collins was the most impressive player out there. I just enjoyed watching him. You know, I think there was a one nutmeg from Nishalisen, but otherwise I thought he was he was wonderful. Like his recovery pace was good. He made a couple of blocks. He's good in his interceptions. There were times when you know Spurs could have broken and he was there to intercept the ball. So um, I, I liked his overall game. Uh, you know, and I'd like to see more of him. And I was also very impressed with Perisic as well. I like Perisic. Um, I think he was he didn't have he had a quiet first half. The second half he just kind of took over the game. Um, and uh, I, I think it helped because Kulisevsky started coming inside. So what that meant was there was more space for Perisic to kind of you know, put crosses in to kind of run the game from that side. So I like that as well. So uh, those are my notes. Let me know in the comments. What do you think about this? Is do you where do you see Spurs? I mean, you know, they've had two very non-descript performances, Chelsea and Bulls. They still come out with four points from it. I I think Conte has done a fantastic job with the mental side of things at least, um, and uh, that will hold them in good stead as they try to you know get a top four finish. I think that is something that's going to really help them. So. Um, you know, kudos to Conte for that. But let me know in the comments what do you think about Spurs' performance? Do you think do you think this is the kind of performances? I mean, you know, not playing well but still winning is kind of a good team. So um, you know, what do you make of that? But what do you make of that? Do you think these are these performances and these results are sustainable? It, whether is these results sustainable uh, and, is, and the performance is just a blip, or do you think there's something why? Let me know in the comments. Of course, obviously that to be from you guys. Smash like for Spurs for the win, of course. And uh, do remember to subscribe to our channel on YouTube, followers and Facebook. We're going to do quite a few match reaction videos today as well as tomorrow. So please do subscribe so you can be notified as videos drop. And of course, we do appreciate your support as well in the channel. So thank you so much for watching. We'll see you again soon. Bye-bye.